Hello everyone, welcome to Negdurp's Nest. I am your host, Chris Pridgen. And welcome back to the comeback that is too big just for one episode, part two. Uh, you know, I'm really excited with how WrestleMania ended tonight. And with that being said, I feel like we already got our hellos and uh, greetings out of the way in the previous episode. So let's get back into some wrestling talk, shall we? So let's get started with the first match of the night, and that is a match that I've been waiting quite some time for, and that is a match for the NXT Women's Championship. Now, this is it's a match between um, already, I guess, a battle of ages, which is kind of weird to think about, but uh, the challenger is the Royal Rumble, the Royal Rumble winner. And the queen, Miss Charlotte Flair. And she takes on the NXT Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley. Now, Rhea Ripley, I believe she's like 24 years old. So, you know, she's the young upstart. You know, she's been taking the WWE and NXT by storm this past year with all of her amazing performances at War Games, Survivor Series, winning the NXT Women's Championship from Shannon Baszler, and so forth. Um, so, this is definitely a match uh, that I couldn't wait for. Uh, so, the match itself starts with Charlotte actually toying around with Rhea Ripley uh, to begin, uh, you know, playing games with her, mental games like uh, like her old daddy, Ric Flair, used to do back in the day. Uh, then we'd go through a series of some flare chops just to even get under some of that skin, Rhea Ripley, even more so. <clears throat> and then next thing you know, Rhea Ripley, you know, she shows exactly how explosive and strong she really is. She hits the Riptide, which is her finishing move, just out of nowhere and gets a two count. Just boom. Then Rhea Ripley attempts a suplex and she gets another two count on Charlotte. Rhea Ripley again shows some more of her strength by putting Charlotte in a body scissors and just starts rolling around the mat with her in that position. And then she gets a two count again. So the women get off the mat and Charlotte's on the apron and Rhea Ripley goes for a big boot, but she misses. And Charlotte pulls down her leg and that is exactly when the tide turns. So Charlotte grabs that left leg and yanks it right over the top rope and shows instant damage to Rhea Ripley. So Charlotte goes on a quick fury and uh, Rhea Ripley, she attempts to stop it, but uh, you know there's already starting to speed damage on that leg already. And then Charlotte comes back and uses a chop lock just to put even more damage on that left leg. But every time Rhea tries going on these small runs... Again, Charlotte just keeps going after the leg. So, eventually Charlotte goes to the top rope. You know, I'm assuming she's going to go for that top rope moonsault. But Rhea Ripley catches her and puts her in the electric chair position, which is, you know, where someone's sitting on your shoulder, per se. And then Rhea Ripley hits her with the face buster and gets a two count. So, Rhea Ripley goes to the top rope. She hits a missile drop kick missile drop kick on Charlotte and gets another two count. 
And then Rhea continues her fury on Charlotte, and then she goes for her standing cloverleaf submission move. Charlotte escapes a position, and they go through a transitional series of rolling pin attempts. You know, one, two, one, two, just going back and forth, back and forth. They both get up, and Rhea Ripley hits the big boot on Charlotte, Charlotte and gets a two count. So Rhea Ripley takes Charlotte into the corner and puts her on the top to attempt the superplex, but that failed when Charlotte threw her off. Charlotte then attempts a moonsault off the top rope, but misses with that. As they're both recovering, Charlotte then gets a spear, but only gets a two count. But then Charlotte knows exactly what time it is. She sinks in the figure four, but it's not quite there yet. So she moves it all the way up to the figure eight. And sure enough, Rhea Ripley taps, and we have a new NXT Women's Champion. The next match I'll be going over is the SmackDown Women's Championship, and that is actually a five-way elimination match, and that is between Lacey Evans, Tamina, Naomi, Sasha Banks, and her best friend, the SmackDown Women's Champion, Bailey. So I was, ah, this match has changed exactly what it was supposed to be several times originally it was a six way and then it was just a fatal five way and then uh they made it elimination match which honestly is for the best it uh got uh, a chance for everyone to show a little more and uh, get a little more out of this match so uh so with tamina being the biggest you know as michael cole kept saying wild card because she is the biggest one in the match uh, the other four, Lacey Evans, Naomi, Sasha Banks, and Bailey, start attacking her from the get-go. Uh, but Tamina is dominant. You know, she's showing that strength. She's hitting super kicks, Samoan drops, and she's like petting people with the foot in their throats. Um, Sasha and Bailey team up on her, and then Lacey and Naomi team up on her. Uh, but they just can't seem to do it two on one or two on one, and then finally. All four decide to team up and take her out at once. And uh, with a combination of frog splashes and different version of moonsaults. And then finally leading to the four of them piling up and pinning Tamina. So it was down to the four remaining of Sasha, Lacey, Naomi, and Bailey. And Sasha and Bailey, you know, they're like, ah, let's just let them figure this out. And they leave the ring. And Lacey and Naomi didn't exactly like that too much. Uh, so they actually both attacked Sasha and Bailey, which then kind of made it like a two-on-two type situation until Sasha and Bailey separated Lacey from Naomi. And then they quickly just picked apart Naomi and eliminated her. So now it's down to the final three. Lacey Evans... Sasha Banks and her best friend, the SmackDown Women's Champion, Bailey. So Sasha and Bailey just start instantly taunting Lacey, obviously, and then they begin double teaming her when she gets in the ring. And I guess we're seeing, all right, well they made a pact. It's going to be Sasha versus Bailey one on one after they eliminate Lacey. Well, as Sasha is holding Lacey in the corner. Bailey accidentally knees Sasha, and that wasn't good. 
it actually caught Bailey off guard as well. You could tell she didn't mean to do it. Uh, Sasha got back in the ring, confronted Bailey about it, and at that time, Lacey hit the woman's right on Sasha and pinned her as Bailey watched, which was uh, pretty interesting to say. Kind of reminded me of uh, Triple H watching Batista get pinned back in the day. But yeah, it was uh, very strange. But Bailey needs that title. <laughs> so Bailey then uses the top rope to tie up Lacey's arm because she just saw what the woman's right did to her best friend, and she's not trying to get any part of that. So Bailey starts putting a whoop on her, but then Lacey hits her with a big boot to escape. Then just starts getting through a fury of kicks with her and different type of locks. So Lacey then she hits her. Top rope moonsault, which is really cool. The way she does it, she starts uh, on the second rope facing the middle of the ring. And then she jumps up doing a 180 to where her feet land on the top rope. But she's now facing, if there was a crowd, <laughs> she would have been facing the crowd. And then she does a moonsault back. So she did that to Bailey. She got a two count. And it's looking good for Lacey. Looks like she's about to hit that woman's right. And right before she does, Sasha comes back in. Hits Lacey with the backstabber, and then Bailey plants Lacey's face in the ring. Uh, one, two, three. Still, your remaining SmackDown Women's Champion, Bailey, and Sasha even raises her hand up. Uh, but I guess we will see exactly where that goes from here, because Bailey just watched her friend get eliminated, but her friend came back and helped. So we shall see. The final match of the evening is for the WWE Championship. And that is between the challenger, the Royal Rumble winner, Drew McIntyre, and the reigning, defending, undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, Barack Lesnar. So... This match has obviously built, been built up since the Royal Rumble. And um, if you've been watching some Brock Lesnar matches, he kind of has a formula that he does with big guys. And this kind of followed that same formula. I wasn't upset. I think it was great the way they did it. Because if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And this formula ain't broke. So... Uh, Beginning of the match started with Brock storming Drew McIntyre hard into the corner. And then Drew McIntyre just, boom, Claymore. Just out of nowhere. Just hit the Claymore. And then Brock kicked out at two. And then Brock pops up. Gives Drew McIntyre three straight German suplexes. Which you guys can say whatever you want. To say about professional wrestling. To receive one German suplex. From a man like Brock Lesnar. Would make you want to cry. But this man receives three. Just receiving three straight moves. Where he is thrown onto his upper back slash neck. So. Yeah. I That move always gets me. Uh, so he does a three German suplexes, then he does an F5 on Drew, and gets a one count. And 
and then another F5 and a two count. And then another F5 and another two count. At this point, Brock is just, Brock is pissed. He's like, what the hell is going on? And Paul Heyman's going, hey, just keep doing it. We can do this all day. Just keep doing it. So Brock goes for the fourth attempt on the F5, and Drew reverses it and hits it with the Claymore. And then another Claymore. And then another Claymore. And pins Brock Lesnar. One, two, three. And we have a new WWE champion, Drew McIntyre. So before I get into my final thoughts of the WrestleMania weekend, um, obviously you may uh, have noticed that I didn't go over as many matches on this episode as I did the previous episode. Uh, So, uh, you know, I had to do some husbandly duties and, you know, do some prep work, do some cooking and do some serving of some food for my lovely wife tonight. You know, she made dinner last night, so it was my turn tonight. So, you know, I missed out on... uh, you know, actually paying 100% full attention to uh, some of the matches tonight, such as Aleister Black, Dolph Ziggler, uh, the last man standing match uh, between Edge and Randy Orton, and the Raw Tag Team Championship. Um, I mean, I watched them all. I know what all happened. Um, I'm very pleased with most of them for the most part. But, uh, you know, with me wanting to record this right after the airing of WrestleMania, there was just some I just had to uh, leave without. Um, now, one match that I did watch tonight that I do recommend everyone go watch right now. It is my yowie wowie of the night and is the Firefly Funhouse match between John Cena and Bray Wyatt. Uh, honestly, I don't want to ruin anything for you. There's just so much that goes on in this match. Uh, it's... It's pretty crazy, pretty cool, very well done. Much better than the AJ Styles Undertaker match. Uh, much, much better than that. But yeah, I definitely recommend checking out uh, the Firefly Funhouse whenever you get a chance. Uh, so for the first night of WrestleMania, though, my match of the night, that definitely have to go to Kevin Owens defeating Seth Rollins, which became a uh, two two different matches. Yeah, disqualification match, non-disqualification match in the second match, but yeah, that match, uh, definitely a lot of build-up that's been leading up to that for quite some time now, uh, with, you know, the addition of AOP and Buddy, the Monday Night Messiah, all that stuff that led into this feud, uh, very well done, I thought it was great to have those two guys have that match, and having the microphone a little bit closer to them, because, you know, they, they can actually talk. Uh, definitely check out that match. Uh, as far as tonight, my match tonight is definitely the NXT Women's Championship match between the new NXT Women's Champion, the Queen Charlotte Flair, and the former champion, Rhea Ripley. Um, all in all, based on the situation that is at rise right now with the coronavirus, COVID-19, um, the fact that this was filmed... And multiple days pre-recorded um, everything that had to take place with no audience I think that this Wrestlemania was a success um, I'm very pleased with the outcome I love the fact that we have a new Universal Champion in Braun Strowman we have a new 
WWE champion Drew McIntyre. Uh, the SmackDown and Raw champions remain the same. Uh, the Intercontinental Champion stayed the same. U.S. Champion was not defended. Uh, new SmackDown Women's Tag Team Champions and Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. New NXT Women's Champion Charlotte Flair, as I mentioned, uh, and Becky and Bailey both retained their titles. So that was that. Well, that is episode, that is part two of the comeback that is too big just for one episode. I want to thank everyone again uh, for tuning in to Neg Derp's Nest, and thank you for reaching out uh, to inspire me to get back into doing this again. Uh, I'm pretty excited. I already have some more planned guests uh, coming up. Um, I might be having a theme song soon. We'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Um but other than that, I just want to thank you all again for listening. And thank you for just being really cool. You guys are awesome. I love you all very much. You guys have a great one. Stay safe out there. Much love.